Welcome to Football Hot Boys, a show where two hot seamen talk about football, sports betting, the draft, and I'm sorry, my wife is back to me while I'm recording the intro. Every once you own a house, every single thing you invest in is, is $2,500. From, from, from it's so on, weird. Everything costs $2,500, man. It's everything in the universe costs $2,500. I like a carton of milk that's $2,500. You're going to take it back to a house. Like, that's how much it costs. Dude, that's so true. It's so accurate, man. Like the yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just sick of spending that specific amount on things. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and it usually comes up out of nowhere, too, man. Where you're just like, wait, 20... Like, I wasn't even dreaming of spending this amount of money. And it just, bam. I, I had water leaking around my um, ch- chimney, I uh-huh. think, about a year ago. And I called up someone, I got to come out and seal it and stuff. And sure. They're, they're going to charge me $2,500. And like, yeah, after all this seal and this and the labor and everything, it's going to be like, it's like a twenty three sixty. I'm like, oh, I'm saving money. Cool. What a fucking deal. <laughs> Even my bed costs that much. Like, I spent like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, Jesus, why is it 20? I was like 24, I think is what I spent on my bed. I'm like, are you, what the fuck? It, it is always that number. It will it's always so, forever be that It's number. always right around it, dude. It's so weird. Unless you're like redoing your bathroom, then it's like 10 Gs. Yeah, then it's then, times four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a mess. Which we're not looking at doing too. Like we got because that bathroom we have is fucking junk. We need like everything out of it. But dude, it, it just it never stops, man. Good. I'm just glad to know I will always be on the edge of an ulcer until I die. So that's good. <laughs> So, man, I'm going to talk about, you know, I listen. I listen to every episode. So of I, missed, you do, I missed last week and uh, I heard the uh, quotation mark roast session on me. And I, I feel like now's the time where I can get on here and uh, say you guys were, you. no, just say you guys were 100% right about everything. There's there's nothing for me to say. No, you know what? There's only one thing I got. The only thing I, okay. the only thing I disagree with, because everything you were saying weren't, weren't roast. They were just facts about how I live my life. So I can't really mm-hmm. like dispute those, you know. Uh, but the one thing I can dispute was by uh, one hot boy, Kadarius Tony over here. Uh, yeah. This guy said something along the lines of how I feel about marriage and, and like how I, I think he used the word aggressive. I think that was the word he used. <laughs> which, Aggressively anti Yeah, Yes, yes. Which yes. I, I disagree. I'm adamant and like it's not aggression. It's just. I've been told for so long, and it, and it doesn't just go with my, my feelings on that. It goes with a lot of things. Yeah. I hate when people tell, like, when I say, because you guys know me, I'm a very direct, and, like, if I say something, I fucking mean it. So I mm-hmm. hate when people say, oh, you, you don't know, you'll change your mind about whatever it is. And I'm, no, I won't. That's why I said it. You know, that's just, <laughs> and I, I hate that when people say that shit to me, because I'm like, I wouldn't have, I would have just been spewing that if I didn't honestly believe it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be saying this. Well, I, I, I've never doubted you felt that way about marriage for a couple of reasons. One, for exactly the reason you say. When you say things, I'm like, yeah, that's the thing Clark said, so I'm just going to blow right past it. <laughs> but the other thing is, like, you, of, any, of everyone I know, have, like, the least reason to get married, too. Right, right. I, 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 I don't see anything about how you operate or how you live your life where it's like, yeah, no, Clark should get married. It's like, no, 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 no. Thank you. You don't want to share. You don't. You don't want to share things. Nothing. Like, I don't want to share anything. You don't want to share anything. Which marriage is literally just the law saying you have to share everything. I think like, that's, that's the that's definition, especially in Wisconsin. Yep. yep. Um, so I'm like, oh, he doesn't want to do that. And it's like, it's like, oh, your taxes are better sometimes, depending on who president, who's the president. Is. Right. Right. That's like, like the the hard sell for marriage if you're not religious or having kids so it's like you know and you're not religious you don't have kids it's like oh so clark has no fucking reason to get married so i should probably just lay the fuck off it then (laughs) well thank you man there you go everything everything else is true with all the other stuff yeah the the thirst trapping you can't sink for shit right Uh, right you know just all that all that all that stuff stuff. yeah Yeah, it's 100 percent accurate Got nothing to say. Anyway, anyway, that's why we did this uh, short show is just to clear all that up. So now that we're done, we're just going to go ahead and uh, you know we'll see you next week. Yeah, it's not, Bye, it's not like draft. yeah we don't have anything important coming up in two days or anything. Yeah. So, well, yep. No, nothing to talk about there. I, and I know I promised we weren't going to do another episode. Like, like it was like I was threatening. You did too, and I was like, Jesus, yeah. now I got to call this asshole so we could do another episode just so I can mm-hmm. prove him wrong. 
Well, and I'm glad you did because I was very excited during that show to pull up the prop bets for the draft. You were with the wrong and, Hot Boys, my man. Yes, yes. The two guys who do not bet on sports. The, the one guy who I bet on sports with was gone. See, I'm now, now instead of me being aggressive, they're aggressively against betting. Like if you say, hey, why don't you bet me on it? They're like, wow, wow, I'm not betting you. Are you nuts? I'm not putting any. I'm not going to prove, Which, validate if I'm right or wrong. The fact that Cody doesn't like gamble in a traditional sense kind of blows my mind because he's like super excited to throw his money away on other radical things, whether it's like tools or stocks or crypto. But it's like sports betting, kerfuff, never. <laughs> that is something for the irresponsible children. <laughs> that's a great point. I mean, he's yeah. we all gamble in one way or another, but yeah, mm-hmm. like that's why you disclaimer traditional sense. Yeah, it, it is kind yeah. of funny why he won't. Just put 10 bucks on if he thinks, uh, you know, Jamar Chase is going to go to the Bengals or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like you don't have to like that's the thing I think people get wrong about sports. But it's like, oh, you're losing hundreds of dollars. You put like, 15 no. bucks on it, man. Like, yeah. yeah, drop a 10 spot on it. Make it interesting. Let's do it. Yeah. Like <laughs> so just to like clarify, I am an active sports gambler. Um, hmm. Like I, I bet a lot. And on everything that I bet on. I have like a system, so like I I like monitor everything. I have a system. I, I don't just be like, oh, this looks good tonight. You know, I research. I follow data. I have like certain points that I like that have to meet for me to make that bet. Except when it comes to the draft, because I'm like, fuck that. I'm just gonna have fun. And again, yeah. I'm not betting thousands of dollars. I'm gonna bet maybe maybe like a cup. You know, I don't need to tell you guys my finances, but it's it's not anything to where like if I don't predict this draft 100%, I'm like dead, you know, I have to go to the fucking mafia and beg them for, for a loan. <laughs> well, and, and like, I was setting up my, my, uh, uh, bet slip for the draft and I dropped 50 on one bet and I'm like, that was too much. Yeah. 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 That? Yeah. Right. That's a big, yeah, that's that, a big bet for something like yeah, this. Something that's yeah. so silly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and unpredictable. Uh, yeah. But for the most part, the bets that we're going to be talking are like, 15, 20, $25 bets. Same here. Depending on, yeah, and yeah. I haven't, I haven't just so we're clear, I haven't pulled the trigger on any bets yet because I also, because again, I'm not doing any like statistical research to clarify what I'm going to bet on. This is like, oh, what I want to happen or, or, oh, this will be fun if this happens. So it's like my personal, what I think will happen mixed with, oh, this will be cool if it happens, you know? So I haven't placed any bets yet because I also want to talk them out with you because that'll be fun mm-hmm. as well, you know? Mm-hmm. So so just to recap what we're doing here is now that I have my betting friend back is we're going to kind of revisit some of the stuff we talked about on our last episode and sort of see where, where the fun bits are. I do have my bet slip partially filled out with a few. So and we're going to kind of go over that when I hit them. But for the most part, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. We're going to kind of feel this out together mm-hmm. and we're going to see what kind of spicy little holes we can fall. Yeah, I've, d- I've done a, a lot of research on what the lines are and stuff for the things that I'm interested in. Again, haven't pulled the trigger on anything, but it'll be fun to talk about, you know, because you, you got mm-hmm. it going last week. And I liked a lot of the, the, the beginning of the conversations that you started. So I'm ready to finish them. Yeah, and uh, we are using two. Di- we both gamble at different sites, so there's certain things where one of us may have a bet, the other one doesn't, or our lines the might lines. be a little yep. bit different. Yep. yep. So we'll, we'll address that as they come up. But uh, is there a place that that, that you want to start? That, that a place that, uh, that there you is. have circled? Okay. It's I'm going to combine two because I think they go hand in hand with each other. Uh, it's two different bets, but I think only one will happen. And the okay. Once I tell the bets, I think you'll understand why. And I like them both because I talk about both these classes all the time. I think this is the it's if I had to pick one skill or not skill group, but one position that was the strongest in this draft class, I think it's cornerback. You can mm-hmm. you know you can argue the other one that I'm about to bring up is wide receiver, um, so I think those two bets are almost uh, one's going to go and one's not, and I think they're both right now. How many uh, cornerbacks slash wide receivers do you think will go in the first round? I think it's four and a half for both right now, and I have of course the under on one and the over on the other. So you can probably okay. get, guess by me. I've been fucking talking about the cornerbacks for like three months now. I can't shut up about them. So I got the over on corners and the under on receivers. See, I think that that line is so interesting because I th- I think you can basically lock four of each of those position groups and and feel perfectly safe. That's why Vegas is so smart. They, the, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yep. And then it's like, do you get that bonus pick? Do you do you get that that um that extra one to slide in? I I I went the. So I haven't decided how I feel on the corner yet. Okay. I, I, I took the over on the receivers. 
I, I knew you would. Um, I remember yes. in our mocks you were bullish. I think you had six or something like that go in the first. Yes. Um, I I think the thing that makes the wide receiver class so interesting is first off, it's those three guys. Cool. Correct. Adam and Penn. Correct. They're going. Correct. Um, I I know both of. After that though, the opinions vary wildly. Like there's I, no clear I've cut four. There's not even a clear yes, cut four. Yes, yes. No one can agree on who four is. I mean, I know who I feel like four is. I feel like I my four and five I feel very comfortable with, but like everyone else is all over the place and people are coming some people are saying that Rondell Moore is a first round pick, some people are saying he's a third round pick. Some people some don't people, know which it, more they like better, you know. It's, yes, so. exactly. So it's so nuts. The reason I feel so confident that they're going to hit five is one, the second the Ravens got that second first round pick, I feel like that locked them into a receiver at one of those picks. Like I, I feel like that almost guarantees that at least one of those picks is going to be a receiver. The other, the other reason I, I, so that gets us to four right away. And then the other thing is I feel like so many teams at the back half of that first round need wide receiver. Like you could you could put them almost everywhere up and down. The Saints need it, Bears need it, you guys. Packers need it. Yeah, it's like the Bills could add a guy. Like you could add them all up and down that whole draft board area. Um, I think the wide receivers be gone by the time uh, New England comes on the board, and they need to receive. Like there's there's so much need. It just depends on because this is so deep. Do people feel like yep. they have to wait? Ding ding ding. Because yep. yes, because the thing about talking about the draft is. The first round is so exciting and the players are so good that you forget that NFL teams don't see it that way. NFL teams see the draft as a giant singular organism mm-hmm. and they plan out that way. So just because they need someone, it's like, oh, they didn't go in the first. They're idiots. Like, no, nah, they got a plan. Exactly. <laughs> so all those teams that need them, it's like, do they wait and pounce um, in the Nico Collins range, you get Nico Collins instead of spending our first round on yep. on, uh, on on Bateman or and Terrence that, Marshall. Exactly, that's a test yeah. to the depth here in this class, and, and I think it's going to be almost a mirror image of what happened last year. If you remember, day two immediately popped off, guys. Uh, T. Higgins, uh, Michael Pittman, you know, guys were just mm. flying immediately. Off. I think that's going to be a, a one in the same case with what's going to happen this year too. Um, well. And also, speaking of of last year, do you remember what happened last year while we were betting on this? Which one do you mean specifically? Uh, last year while we were doing our prop bets on the draft last year. No, what, what are you talking about? I took under on receiver and lost. Oh, that's so, right. That's right. <laughs> yes. So that's um, right. Not again. Not again. So that also that's just me. Um, not really realizing how betting works and using a faulty process to do it. So, yeah, I, I also think that um, while I like the corner class, I just, I, I struggle with guys like Asante Samuel Jr., like uh, Jr. saying that they're first round picks a little bit. Um, however, we see those guys sneak into the first mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, just like last year, Noah, I can't pronounce his last name to Miami. Right. Like, just, sliding in there we, we kind of see that stuff all the time so it, it's entirely possible I, honestly i agree with the logic he used to place that bet i could see both the overs hitting too like it, you, it's not that wouldn't impossible. be unheard of yeah that wouldn't be impossible exactly um but, the, but but the fact that the reason the corners scare me so much is that both newsome and farley have real injury problems, yes real injury problems. real legit yeah. injury problems that could push them into you know, the Miles Jack area, the Jalen Smith area, that upper second round where guys aren't ready to spend that high draft pick on them in the first day, but day two, all of a sudden they look real, real good on day two. So uh, that's the only thing that scares me about the corner class. For sure. Let's stay on the corner class because I know you Mm -hmm. have more of an opinion on this, uh, Mm -hmm. maybe than me, because I I think it's it's going to go the way I vision, but I, I feel like you think J.C. Horn has a chance to go as the first corner off the board. Um, I, I'm not saying talent-wise that he couldn't, but I just don't see it personally. So I have gone back and forth so much just because, uh, and I'm going to ask you a question about this later. I really feel like J.C. Horn is kind of like my guy in this draft. Like he's just kind of one of the prospects I just have super fallen in love with. He's like love a perfect. He's a perfect state. prospect. He's literally yes. a perfect prospect. Yes, I, I love his attitude, his intensity. I love his game. I love that size. He, 
p- played an NFL game all year this year because every receiver he was against was going to be drafted or or over the past two years. I mean, he's had to play Alabama against all those guys. And the only time he got roasted his entire career was against the guy who won the Heisman. Right. So, right. but he, he's, he's gone toe-to-toe with uh, Kyle Pitts. He's gone toe-to-toe with Seth Williams. He's gone toe-to-toe with all those guys that have come through uh, LSU in the past two years. And he holds his own. So, like... I see that, and it's like, man, I, I really love him. And then I'm like, oh yeah, uh, Patrick Sertain Jr. is also, um, mm, yep, in this class, which mm-hmm. is part of the issue because I got nothing wrong to say about him either. So it's like, I'm trying not to let my kind of crush on J.C. Horn uh, persuade you to, yeah, yeah, make me make a bad bet. Sure. Um, so I think the more interesting bet is uh on, on my site here essentially gives you every player and asks will they go in the top 10 okay. okay and and i have been staring at jc horn at that for a very long time so i'm pretty sure on my site i get um you, so for instance here he is right here so it gives mm-hmm. you it gives you the number and over and un, under on the on the spot i don't know if your site okay. does that but for him and i feel like this would be easy betting for you um and i'll tell so for the i won't tell you the number yet but for the over it's plus 120 so clearly that's the the least favorite they think he's going to go under this number uh it's minus 175 so there's still money to be made if you're like 100 percent sold on the under so i the number is 13 and a half mm, so i was gonna say his floor is 12 there you go i really don't see him getting past the eagles at 12 right because that's Exact Eagles at twelve, and then the Giants at eleven are the two places where I'm like, ooh, mm, how how does he fall past those teams? Because those teams both need him, and that's really great value. Because the Cardinals want him, and it just happens, and I'm happy about it. That's that's how. He, yeah, I mean, good. That would be like one of the biggest draft day wins for you as oh, a Cardinal. Oh my god, maybe ever. Yeah. If, if the league, especially if they think what we think about those guys uh, later in the draft with Farley and Newsom with injury, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. man, those guys are going to go bing, 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 bing. And, and it's going to be over for sure. So for sure. Yeah. So I, I, it's going to be interesting. And there's also like something else I've been thinking about is you remember like when Denzel Ward went four when everyone had him like as like the eight ten area, yep. I could see that happening. Like if Patrick Sertan went like six, yeah, it wouldn't be un- like that would be yeah. kind of wild, but it wouldn't like. And the second that happens, all of a sudden everyone slides up five spots. Yep. Like it's so it, I, I could see that happening too. And that's why this is so fun because there's so much history and psychology and stuff, and it's just so fun to play all the stuff out. Um, uh, so Jason, so picking. On my site, mm-hmm. it, it has drafted the top ten, drafted the top five, and it gives the odds for everyone. Okay, and you and you can kind of get pop there. JC Horn is at plus one ten for getting in the top ten. <sighs> and I, I, the other, I think that's tough. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can take that. Yeah, so ten is a little. If it was like top twelve, like I said, that right. floor is twelve. Right. The other guy, and you're gonna call me crazy for this, that I'm sitting here and he's plus one seventy five. Okay, it's a good payout, but what is it? Is Jalen Phillips? No, I mean uh, the more I'm hearing is he's like clearly the best edge uh, in the class, and that's super valuable. I mean we've seen yeah. high profile edges go not only top ten but number one overall. So and I mean I don't think he's Miles Garrett or anything like that, but he's still a valuable commodity, and you have to spend on like high upper echelon edges. So you're not you're not crazy. I don't see it, but you're not crazy. Yeah, so those are the two, and the other one is Devonte Smith is plus one hundred five. God, I, I, every every bone in my body wants to bet Waddle Smith landing spots, mm-hmm. but, but I already know I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so Waddle hat. We've been saying this, so we that Waddle is going to go first. He's he's fav- minus one hundred five. Yeah, he's favored to yes. go before Devonte. Which so which which I feel like I'm like oh maybe I can outsmart and maybe maybe Smith will go second you know Pat over Chase which is not crazy it's really not yeah so <laughs> it, it, it's going to be interesting um, the the kind of last category in that sort of mold is just drafted to be in the first round 
I feel like if you're going to make this joke, this bet, you know, for the funsy sake of it, uh-huh. you kind of have to go into the plus area. Rondell Moore is in the plus area. He's plus 125 to go in the first round. So, oh, wait. It's plus 125 if he gets drafted in the first round? Yes. So he's favored to go in the second round. Okay. Yes. Um, and then after that, so he's kind of the only guy, in, only skill position guy where you get like a plus. That is somewhat interesting to me. Got it. The two that make me go, hmm, are those like second tier quarterbacks. Like does does Tampa pick pick up someone there at thirty two to develop? Because Kyle Trask is plus eight hundred, Davis Mills is plus one uh one thousand three hundred, and Cullen Mund is eighteen hundred. It's an interesting Times bet, it. yeah. It's an interesting yeah. bet. And that's so one, that's I, one that you could throw a fiver on and just let it ride. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the other interesting bet is the over under for quarterbacks in the first round is five and a half. And it's like, ooh, I got to find, I don't know where the payoff is. I have to like, uh, I mean, how is it not under? It's got to be a terrible payoff for the under. I mean, yeah, I, I'll have to look around and when I find that, I'll, I'll, I'll say it. Sure. But yeah. And I also have a, and I'm going to place a bet on this, is the order that the first four receivers come off in. Let's hear it. So here, here is my, what I'm going to bet on. Is that Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, and Bateman? And that's plus 600 for that. What's the least favorite? Or or uh, what's the favorite? Or like which one pays out the worst for, for the four? The worst? Yeah. What what, are they, what's, what do they think is going to happen? Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, and Elijah Moore. So they think Elijah Moore is the... Is the fourth four. one. It's interesting. That's really interesting. I, there's only one combo that doesn't start with Jamar Chase, too. There's a, there's a plus ten thousand where it's Devonte Smith, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Bateman. That's interesting that there's only one, and then it's interesting that they went Smith, and because I mean, I feel like if if that if the, there was a fucking scenario which there isn't, but if there was where Chase didn't go off, I feel like it would be because they want a specialist, and that would be make Waddle the the number one. But either way, it's not going to happen, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. So to back up a little bit, not not to yeah. harp too much, but um, before we get too far away from it, I think you'll find this bet interesting. There's a like a section on my betting app where you can basically you basically choose who will be drafted higher between. It's like a face. Okay. It's a face off. So J C okay. Horn. That's why I'm bringing it back up. Okay. And Micah Parsons. So those are like my two favorite guys on the defensive side of the ball in this draft. I'm gonna go J C Horn. Ooh, I got because, Parsons. I got Parsons. Just because there is a little bit of buzz of of Parsons maybe falling for some character things. Um, but you, it, it is the season of fucking psyops. Yeah. So, like, it's it's a lot of people saying, oh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, he turns out in his free time, uh, throws rotten apples to old ladies. So it turns out he's not not a great guy. You know. Yes, now we can draft him. Yeah, 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 exactly. He 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 has epilepsy. Don't draft him. Right, like, right, it's like, right, you know, right. It, it's a lot of that dog shit, and so it's so hard. It's so hard to um, find the truth and all that stuff. And again, I I bet from a place of fun. I do what is the most interesting, and especially in this, like what causes the most fun viewing experience for me. And I have kind of decided that I'm just not going to bet against players I like. Fair enough. For that. So that's probably not a bet I would actually take. Fair enough. Because I don't like rooting against, like, oh, no, my children, which do I pick? Like, so. <laughs> okay. I, I, okay. Yeah, I, I don't. That bet is super interesting to think about, but it's not getting my money. Is that What do you think of that pick? Um, I, I like the the payout on it because I, I do believe Parsons goes first, and it's plus 120 for Parsons. So oh, I actually I like that money. Um, speaking of money that I want to like, but I just don't think I can, it's the quarterbacks. Um, okay. Everything in my, like, like I've mentioned, man, I, I, in my being, I, I just feel like Mac Jones isn't going to go three, but I want him to. So that's why, okay. I, again, like to harp on what you just said, that's why I want to stay away from this bet. But I feel like there's money to be made by putting Lance, like betting Lance to go three. I feel like if anyone's listening, I feel like put a fiver on Trey Lance to go three. That That's my honest opinion. I'm not going to do it just because I want Mac Jones to go three. And I don't want to 
you know, bet against myself, but mm-hmm. I, I just, I feel, God, I feel it. I, I don't, I just don't understand. We've, we've mentioned it before why San Francisco would go all in on a, on a slight upgrade like that, pay the equity that they did. And, and Trey Lance is, is, he's a better prospect. Granted, he hasn't played it, hardly any football, if you really think about it, but everything else is, I mean, everything is better than Mac Jones. Everything. I hundred, hundred fucking percent, man. Like, I, I Again, I, I really hate that. Like, I have to bet. Like, talk shit on Mac Jones because he's right. Fine. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. I, I, I definitely don't like it. But at, at, at the same time, it's like this is it's so foolish. It's just so wildly, wildly foolish that I. I so yeah, I I, I, I I put money on Trey Lance going four, just because I the the odds are good on it. Yeah, it's like plus one, plus two hundred and fifty, and I really, 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 really do not think Kyle Pitts goes there. Me neither. I, I, Me neither. I just don't think that's value. If you don't want to take a quarterback, like that's fine. You have to trade you, the pick if you don't want to take. A you ha- if you're not taking a quarterback, you have to trade that pick. So, and I have to think if it makes sense for Atlanta to take it, and it really makes sense for whoever trades up <laughs> to take. It. So yep. that. that I, I, I did put money on Trey Lance going four. So you and I are kind of the same, but we'll be rooting against each other on draft day. Sure, fun. sure. For, yeah. for the record, I, I like Fields at three, like on the big board. But everything I'm hearing and reading, he's not going three. It, it mm-hmm. it's just not going to happen. And then and then I feel like if a team is going to trade up, which I believe they will for four, I think they're trading up for the ceiling of Lance. So that's kind of why I have it that way. Okay. So what do you think of all the Davis Mills talk recently? I don't think a whole lot about it. I, I Like are are you what's your opinion? So clearly you you clearly you th- I I'm just seeing there's a bet here that he goes over or under the second round. So does he get picked before the second round? <sighs> I think he will. However, I also saw Christian Hackenberg's career. And it wasn't and I Yes, and it was not worth writing home about. And this is the exact same fucking prospect. Because yeah. it's just a bunch of fucking horned up football nerds going, oh, my God, look at this guy's body and his release and all this stuff. I'm like, cool, how do you play football? Not very good. Oh, well, but his potential. And like, I'm such a good, rocked up, hard ass coach that I can totally coach yeah. him to make him good at football. It's like, I. Okay. I, I yeah. just, I mean, me personally, I can't see him going in this fucking second round. That's just wild to me. But no, there's people talking about like, anytime also Mike Greenberg, who knows nothing about the draft, has a hot take or like, oh, he can go at 32. It's like, nope, not happening. It's your chance that <laughs> yeah, Mike yeah. Greenberg is either analyzing this or plugged in in any meaningful way. He's got like a fucking <laughs> earbud with Skip Bayless talking to him. Yeah, he probably just saw a picture of him. He's like, God damn, that man's sexy. He should go in the first round. Tom Brady will want to coach him. He, we should play out for a Florida team so he can spend more time with his shirt off. God it's damn just, it, man. Uh, yeah, I don't see it at all. I don't see it at all. No, no, no. I don't even want to entertain that. that. That's a waste of our time. So the entire reason, that part of the reason that we're doing this combo is you heard our, our Kyle Pitts conversation. Did you want to weigh it? Are you with me that he's not going to go in the top five? So I believe in our mock, I had him going five to Cincy because that was super fun on paper. But mm-hmm. the realist in me, I don't have him going in the top five. I'm with you. Um, just because I do have one through four is quarterback. I, I don't see any other way how that's not quarterback. And then it's it, Cincinnati has to go like Sewell or I, – I mean, and you made a good argument with Chase even. Be, like why wouldn't you just draft Jamar Chase? So yeah. it, it's just – yeah, I, I don't know. It's just hard to envision him actually going there. I feel really great about that bet, and the scariest part for me is actually four. Like, I feel like if we get past oh, yeah. four, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. okay, cool. Exactly. Because cool. like, I know we just said he's not going four, but it's like, well. The, There's still a chance, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Atlanta's pretty dumb. Yeah, like, like, they, the, they could draft th- him for sure. Fine. Yeah. They have to pay rent on Julio Jones for two more months <laughs> before they can trade him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a weird world, man, where... Yeah, you have to trade Julio Jones so you have money to go to the candy store. Like God, yeah, just to 
pay to have a worse team because yeah like, yeah you have to pay yes exactly because normally if you just have julio jones you're good and you don't have to even think about shit like what they have to concern themselves with but so one take i heard that i felt like was a little bit the analysts convincing themselves that they were playing for it each other i think they overanalyzed the atlanta situation a little bit was that Taking a quarterback at four might be a bad idea because your cap situation for the next couple of years is so bad that it's hard to build. That's even hard to build around a young quarterback and that it makes more sense to try over the next two years and then really uh, blow it up once you can actually reset the books. And I'm like, surface level, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, I don't like like that at all because a a lot of the teams that are behind four they already have rosters that like denver you're gonna tell me denver's that far away from fucking competing are you nuts and also it's like i think team front offices have proven over the years that the cap is made up yeah and that you can essentially just pay whatever you need to pay yes we converted this into a a parking ticket fine so it doesn't count against our books pay you in fucking bitcoin yeah whatever they gotta do they're gonna do it man yeah, so it's I, I I don't tend I still think you take the quarterback yes. if you're a bad team in a lot of bit yes. and then you wait and you flip. I, I mean I really wish that blows up because did. sorry to cut you off, but literally yeah. like the best commodity in the real NFL is a fucking good quarterback on a rookie contract. That's literally the best thing you could have. There, there's no mm-hmm. other piece that's better than that. Well and also it's like I really wish the NFL had like NBA trade setups. So like we could still just trade Julio Jones on draft day, even though it can't be official till the first. That'd be awesome. And just do the picks. That'd and all be that awesome. Kind of yeah, stuff. that'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be. But no, we have to wait and do 2022 picks for him. And it, I'm going to be really interested to see what that deal is, man. And where uh, Yeah, because I, I feel like, well, I mean, me and you, we talked off record about the value a mm. little bit, but I don't know, man. It's I, He's a hard guy to, to value right now, man. Yeah, and I have to think. I know he's older. I have to think he gets somewhere in the neighborhood of what they got for Stefan Diggs. Like wow. I have to think that. Yeah, yeah I mean, okay, yeah, I overreacted, but Diggs was actually pretty reasonable for what it he was like had. a first and a couple yeah. other picks. Yeah, yeah, I, I have to think you can at least get that. And I think someone like, especially someone like uh, Philly or Miami, who could use him and have a bunch and of have the picks. Equity, in, yeah, yeah, in the next couple of years, I have to think that's that that's the neighborhood of, of value you're looking for. So there is one just to get back on the bet train. Yes, I I just have to do this because I've been talking since we've been talking draft. I've been talking about this. I'll make it real quick. I I have to put money on this. It's plus two hundred. Uh, for it might have changed. It's I took a screenshot of this two days yeah. ago, so it could be a little different. But yeah. Jamar Chase to the Dolphins. I I just think that's just chalk. Like I I I don't see any other way. I still am a little scared by Cincy at, at five because one Cincy is really good at leaking their shit. So if we're hearing Jamar Chase there, they do not run a type ship. You're I right. Tend to think You're that right. might be some good, might be some good intel. Um, and it seems like this Joe Burrow wants to play for him. And the second Joe Burrow was drafted, he became the mayor of Cincinnati and he can potentially <laughs> do whatever the fuck he wants. So like, I, I, I think as far as like the psyops going on, I'm, I give a little, a little bit more, credence to that are you like how sure are you that he's going under six because it's minus 230 under six i i mean not enough put money on it yeah not, not, um, not for minus 230 i also was kind of have a hard time betting against what is like really clearly smart football decisions like <laughs> penny penny sewell is just you got exactly the player you needed i know i know like, they should just draft him. They need Penny Sewell as much as any team needs any player in this whole draft. Like it's just it's beyond perfect. I know. So the fact that they're not going to take it kind of It's crazy. Uh, kinda, yeah. And I took the bet that JC Horn's the first corner. I couldn't. I knew you couldn't fucking uh, resist. Not take it. You I, fucking I, I, I couldn't resist it. So it's, 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 I, I just found it on my screen. I'm like, it's plus one sixty. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. I kept seeing, <laughs> I kept seeing your shorts hit the screen, man. I was like, he's making that bet. It's fucking. Yeah, he's making that bet. Yeah. So on that topic, this is kind of a not betting, just kind of more draft topic. We spent a lot of time with all these prospects. Is there a guy 
in this draft, you know, any position or whatever that you would like kind of consider your guy, like just, just like the guy that you're going to be kind of rude in the hard, not necessarily hardest to end up with your team, but just the hardest for in this class. Uh, let me think without giving too much away about our dynasty league. Um, <laughs> it doesn't have to be a, a wide receiver. Right. That's why I'm going to think of a back, different yeah. position. Um, Hmm. I haven't really married myself to anyone because I'm being super realistic, especially because the Cardinals could do anything. So I haven't like mm-hmm. married myself to a player. I mean, of course, I would love J.C. Horn as a pure talent and mm-hmm. position need, but I'm not like, man, if we don't get this guy, I'm gonna have a bad draft night, you know. So I, I, I mm-hmm. haven't picked anybody like that yet, but um, <sighs> I mean. Th- it's not a guy I married myself to, but I think it's a guy that I mentioned earlier that I'm higher on, and I hope he gets drafted in the first round. It's Asante Samuel Jr. Um, yeah. So he's kind of like my dark horse that I'm like rooting for to go in the first. Yeah, we're definitely both in love with these cornerbacks. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I just can't help it. Yeah, I can't help it. Because I've never seen a class like in my – I mean, I've been you know relatively you know new watching the draft, but it's been six, seven years now, and – this is by far like the, these these guys. They look like they're in the NFL already. Well, and I can't believe they're so big. Like, Huge. I don't the last time all the receivers were six I mean, two man, six fucking two like that. Yeah, six two two ten. Every one of them. It's like the exact polar opposite of the wide receivers. Two mm-hmm. all the receivers were small. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so that's that's interesting. All right. What else you got, big boy? Anything else on the docket? Oh. Uh, uh, there's something that's kind of interesting. The first non-quarterback drafted. The first non-quarterback drafted? So, I yeah, mean, b- I think, based on what we were saying, I mean, it should be Sewell, but go ahead. Sewell, Sewell's plus 500. Oh, that's mm-hmm. interesting. Yes. So, Kyle Pitts is minus 160. Jamar Chase is plus 350. And then Penny Sewell's plus 500. So I, I, yeah, I like I, that. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm kind of sitting here looking at that and being very tempted by it just because of how big the payout is. Like if Jamar Chase went first, it'd be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But like, yeah, yeah. plus 500. Wow. I'm just going to go ahead and drop a quick, quick little 10 spot on that. <laughs> Throw that on my draft card. <laughs> that's yeah. That's too, that's a really good payout. Mm. That's yeah. Yeah. It pays out five times. So why not? But I mean, I was hearing earlier, this was a couple of weeks ago, not to like discredit your bet because I'm with you. I obviously just mm-hmm. said it, but there was some talk that like, oh, Slater could move up and get drafted before Sewell and yada, yada, yada. I'm like, I, I don't. I, I, I like Slater a lot. He's like, he's a really good player. Um, I, I think if you're Carolina at eight, like that's. Oh, yeah. yeah, most, yeah. Per, most perfect pick in the world. Yeah. I don't think the gap from them is huge, but I think Penny Sewell is still like, I I guess you could have a Patrick Sertain, J.C. Horn sort of argument about those mm-hmm, guys, but mm-hmm. I, I think the gap between them is bigger than the gap between okay. those two players. Okay. So I, 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 I tend to like, I'm going to blow past that just a little bit just because I, I do think he's that much better than, than Slater. Uh, I'm not really going to concern myself with that. Man, I like the uh, Jalen Waddle under. Man, under 11 and a half pays minus 135, so not too far from even. So that entire bet hinges on Detroit at seven. Because yep. it's like, because it, it's like, do they stay there? Because like, I feel like that's the floor for the fourth quarterback, too. Mm, so yeah, yeah like, you're right. You're right. You're right. If so, okay, so here's something I, I want to talk about that has to do with betting, but it's, it's kind of a, a bigger draft issue. Okay. Involves Mac Jones at three again, but we're not going to harp on the things we've harped on before. The thing about that pick at three is the person who owns that pick is the only person in the entire draft that would consider taking Mac Jones there. If no one, if anyone else had that pick, we would the, be talking the idea about this. of Matt Jones of Mac Jones going there, not real. Right. So, and if that happens, if Mac Jones goes at three. It's a completely different draft. It is. It, it, it's it's a splinter universe because if Mac Jones goes at three, a player that probably would have gone 15 is now off the board and everything slides into chaos. Because I think if Mac Jones doesn't go there, if Trey Lance goes there and then all of a sudden Justin Fields goes at four, all of a sudden no one is moving up from 15 to to. 
six to pay for that. Mac Jones. Yeah, to pay that. Yes. Right. At, no, no one else is doing that. You're right. So all, all of a sudden, like so much of this analysis goes off. So that's going to be something super interesting because there's at least going to be a mild breath hold at, at three. three. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. going to be Mac Jones. I, 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 re, I don't know. I, 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 I think it will happen. I refuse to accept that I think it will happen, if that makes any sense. No, that's a great chance it will, a, man. That's a great yeah. chance it will. But, so I, I, that really colors how a lot of these bets go, because if Mac Jones does not go at three, all of a sudden Detroit's a lot less likely to have to move that pick. For sure. But if he does, the chance that someone else might fall and that someone wants to get to seven to get that last quarterback, what, what looks like is going to be Justin Fields, that all of a sudden changes everything. And that affects stuff like that waddle pick, man. Yeah. Like if, if yeah. people are zipping around, he, he's falling back as opposed to going kind of more where he's actually valued. For sure. No, you're right. I can't argue with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one, one thing I wanted just for the record, cause uh, you made some good points uh, last podcast. Yeah. Um, and, and it's nothing that we need to talk, spend a lot of time on, but I, I just think it's something that people should be conscious of, you know, especially for after draft. And we see the results is that, why is two so chalk? I think I think you made a great point last week, and I've been thinking that to myself. It's like, when do we decide that he was two? Like, and there was no debate about it. Like, I because again, I have Fields is my he's my number two prospect. Mm-hmm. Um, I have that I've had that for a while because because Fields can do everything. There's nothing he can't do, and there are limitations on all the other guys. There's question marks. Fields is just solid, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I have Trey Lance as my two guy, but the gap between him and Fields is not huge. No, right, and like, right. I know the majority of people have have uh, have Fields <laughs> as uh, as their two. Cody, what's up, man? <laughs> Are you guys doing a podcast? <laughs> 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 I thought you guys were taking the week off. <laughs> well, the fucking uh, Clark texted me. He's like, I wanted to talk about the bets, and you brought the bets up, and I wasn't there. Uh, yeah, because nobody, nobody yeah. entertained it. You guys were like, I don't believe in it. It's, again, God doesn't like betting, so I don't care. So I, I like, like bets. I just don't. I don't care about sports betting personally. That doesn't make I, any sense. I I care about sports and I care about betting. I just don't like when you combine them. I get, it's just not something I'm. I don't know. Okay. Well, anyways, I'm really sorry. I saw two of my boys <laughs> online that I'd say hi, and then as soon as I got in, I'm like, they're doing a fucking podcast. I'm an asshole. <laughs> that's Carry that's on. I love you guys. Love you too, man. Yeah, that's fine. These are. I I love women. I just don't like when they make out with each other. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, <laughs> women individually is is fine, but when yeah, you put them, that's what. Yeah, it's like, put them together. Ugh. Don't put chocolate in my peanut butter. Yeah, don't yeah. put two good things together. It's ugh. It was the worst. That was his worst take since. Don't uh, say something you can't. Take all right, back yeah, you're like right, that. you're right, you're right. You're that wasn't right. even the worst take he's had on this show in the past seven days. Scratch that from the record. I, yeah. I'm clearly wrong. <laughs> Oh man! Just got fucking pod bombed, that asshole. What were we talking? I lost my train of thought. Oh, uh, we were talking about the splinter dimension with 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 Mac Jones. That's right. And, That's right. And um, how that changes yeah. the entire draft. Yeah, yeah. How that changes the entire. And draft. why Zach Wilson is the consensus? Oh yeah, too. Zach Wilson. Yeah. That's the conversation we were having. Um, yeah, man. Like I, I said it last week. I. Zach Wilson is one of those guys, just the more tape I watched and I'm like this, I got like, mm, I don't like that. Mm, I don't like that. <laughs> right, mm, I don't right. like that. And I still like him overall. He's still like crazy exciting mm-hmm, to watch. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, he'll be at least fun to watch, but those girl shoulders, man. I know you like, can't get over just, it. I know you, you can't, can't get, get over it. it. Can't get over it. Maybe, maybe Joe Burrow will be the guy that like breaks that curse and like, it's like, I'm doing this for the girl shoulders everywhere. And he <laughs> throws such down. But like, I, I, I just have some like legitimate concerns about him. Uh, not that I don't have concerns about the other guys sure. either, but I just I just feel like he's he's four to, four for me now, pretty comfortably four for me now. Today, like I'm the only I'm the only guy that works in my whole department. I'm the, I'm the only male in the, my entire department in the whole hospital. What? So like, yes. Are you serious? I yes, I am. And um, so like they'll be like talking about girl stuff and it's like, oh, talking about tampons. Oh, I'm sorry, AJ, that this must be terrible for you. I'm like, listen, I 
you don't have any idea what the last hospital I worked with. <laughs> like that was this is this is fucking ooh, your conversation's gonna give me cooties. Yeah. It's like no, it's like it, do you understand the shit that I used to put up with? Right. It was just literally me and my friend Clark doing the entire work for a whole hospital because every other Navy guy was off selling nachos to buy new school uniforms for the Chiefs and the other half of the civilians were just not working. So they were just making us do all the work because you can't fire them because they're in a union. By the way, I'm pro-union. Not that union, though. That union is full of shit. And, and the fact that another one of the civilians he worked with just gave himself another job and then went and said, hey, you have to pay me like this other job that I've been doing, even though no one told me to go do it. That is one of my favorite stories of all time because it sounds so made up. Like, it legit sounds like somebody makes that story up, but there is an unbelievable case where an employed person gave themselves a raise in a new job. Like, that. <laughs> he, he literally walked a hall to the computer and it's like, hey, can you show me how to use these computers? And the guy's like, yeah. And he did it. And then he went back to our boss and said, hey, I'm doing this job now because I know how to do it. So you have to give me this guy's paycheck. And it worked. <laughs> It's a kind of complete insanity. People are like, oh man, why is the VA system so butt fucked? And it's like, oh, it's because stuff like that is constantly going on. You can't get people to do the jobs you hire them for and they just give themselves other jobs. <laughs> and, and I mean, if you want to talk about the VA being butt fucked, it's from all the money they're fucking hemorrhaging from giving it to people like you, man. That's why the VA's fucked. I'm not helping. I realize that. But I did a lot of helping while I was in. I'm getting paid less than I am now to be out. Oh my God, dude. <sighs> Holy shit. The, the sense of realization was the funny. I know I'm not helping. Jesus. You're gonna no, t- it's like. <laughs> We talked earlier about how important it is to be true, to acknowledge that, truth, right, right. and to be true about yourself. I, I get it. I do. I, I get it. Dude, it. I have not constructed a fantasy reality where I'm, I'm being helpful. Uh, it's, no. Oh, man. Where the fuck were we about betting or something? Cody? Oh, Cody, man. Cody was football, here, I think. Fo- football, football, yeah, football. Mm. Any more? Uh, we, I think we harped on the quarterbacks. I, I don't know how much money's to be made there. I mentioned before, if you're going to put money on something, maybe go Lance at three. That that's kind of fun, but I don't know what else you can do to make money. There's like real spec, spec, speculative stuff. Like you can bet on the rookie of the year winner. Uh, that's actually kind of. I, I mean, that's not something I would do, but that's kind of cool though. It is. It's just like looking at the offense. It's like well, plus two hundred for Trevor Lawrence. I mean, that's. You're just kind of taking Traverse the field at that point. You are, yeah. Which is why you're getting the plus 200 out of it. But without knowing where people land, it's, it's just so tricky. Yeah. There's like, there, there's big time rumors today that Buffalo Bills have tra- Travis Etienne circled to the point that they want to trade up for him. Wow. And, tra- and Travis Etienne at Buffalo sounds like rookie of the year waiting to happen, mm-hmm. if you ask me. And he's plus eighteen hundred, but it's like, well, if he doesn't go to Buffalo, then he just threw your I, cash away. Yeah, he just put it in yeah, the shitter. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the, the payoff on that is so massive that it's kind of worth just dropping a ten spot on and forgetting about it. That's the other thing, though, is you don't get that payoff for like a thousand years. True. So, yeah, true. Long term investment, man. And the defensive one is just—I feel like second and third round guys win defensive player of the year. Of the year. Yeah, so like it's yeah. It's because they don't have to like. It's hard to be, you know, a starting corner in the NFL and you get picked on, you know, because you don't know schemes yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why, I mean, I'm so big on Sertan and Horn is because they are true man-to-man fucking lock you down. That's their job, not to scheme you to death, just to fucking stick on you like a shadow. That's why they're impressive to me, but not to harp on them anymore. Um, do you have any, any other... Uh, we didn't talk about safeties. Uh, not that there's too much to talk about, but do you think one will go in the first round? I tend not to. Yeah, um, I think you might I, be right. I, I do like Mo Rig, and I've seen him uh, draft uh, projected as high as like 18. Yeah, he's everywhere. He's everywhere. It, but, I mean, at what point do you take him instead of like, 
you take all four of those corners over him, for right? For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and then you start having a conversation about the Asante Samuel mm-hmm. or the guys from Georgia or, you know. Exactly. Uh, then maybe you start talking about that. But then it's like, well, also all these pass rushers got pushed down. So it's like, it, it, it's <laughs> not even really his fault. because It's just like, it's such a bad draft to be a, I think a fringe first rounder mm-hmm. just because it's so top heavy and everything turns into a soup way faster in this draft class than I think in previous draft classes. And I th- don't think that's because the talent is so different at that level. I think it's just because the top part of this draft is so good that it makes everyone else kind of turn gray. And cause, cause I think it's super interesting. Like just talking about, we talked about receiver before where it's like top three guys, no one agrees on four, but there's kind of a pod mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. more it's both the Moors, it's Bateman, it's Tony. Tony and some guys have like Terrence Marshall. But then all of a sudden you get past those guys and then who the fuck knows how many people like then all of a sudden you're talking uh, Esridge, Esridge or whatever. Esridge. Yeah, Eskridge and are, Seth Williams. Speaking and of Michael which, Collins are and, you buying the uh, UNC boys hype right now? He's he is getting a lot of hype right now. So guys like Deami Brown, I, I know he's getting a lot of hype right now. So he he's in that pod too. Yeah, he, he's not a guy that I personally like all that much. He, I don't. I think he just is better than the guy across from him, and is kind of just. I think once he's playing J.C. Horn, <laughs> it's yeah, be yeah, a, bit, that's, a bit, that's, bit of a different gamble yeah. for him. Yeah, it's like, great, you can beat the guys at Notre Dame. Good job. Yeah, I, I, he's not. I've seen him in the first, man. I, yeah, I, I really right. I can't. I cannot get behind it. You watch the Packers do it. I'm going to say, I'm going to be there, and the Packers are going to be on the clock. I'm like, just don't take Diami Brown, and then they're going to do it. And I'm just going to, which has happened three times, I think, now in the years yeah, that I've watched. Yeah. Where I'm like, don't take I say this guy, I don't want a guy, yeah. and then they just, boom, immediately draft him. Rashawn Gary was just the most, like... Oh, you were devastated, man. Because, well, it, and he's been a fine player. Like, I was too hard on him when he was drafted, but, like, um, it was just, like, I don't want this player, and it was, like, I barely had enough time to breathe back in after <laughs> I said that before they said his name on television. So this pa- current Packers front office is farther away from me as far as, like, how I see the team than it has ever been at any point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, you've like, mentioned something along those lines where you, you, it's like, you're you yeah. just along for the ride. You don't know what direction your team's going in or what they but could it's do. Not ca- not chaos in an exciting way. It's, like, chaos in, like, hey, we signed another H-back. And it's like, right? Cool. Like, I'm glad we can finally have that third tight end for our typhoon package. I, uh, but like, can we like maybe just get a receiver that can do more than get jammed or run a nine route? So, oh man. I mean, is Tony your guy that you want drafted or Bateman? I mean, so I actually feel like there's better value in that area in the second round, which of course to me means that the Packers will take a guy in the first round. Yes, Bateman is my dream player for that position. I don't think he will be there. Okay. Um, I, I think he will be gone. I look forward to being wrong. I look forward to him being on the board and me being pacing around my house with yeah. my hands over my head and then them not picking him. It's going to be great. Um, but either, either him or Elijah Moore are the two guys that I would want there if we're talking Sure. Receiver, because I feel like those guys complement what we're doing, and I feel like a guy like Elijah Moore is a little bit more what Lafleur wants. I as think far so. As, oh, now yeah. we're going to run sweeps, and now we're going to do this, and we're going to get you in the bubble, and just kind of that rocked up, shifty dude is kind of what. It's what everybody wants. wants right now. Yeah, the league yep. wants that player. Well, we fucking got it for you. Hi, I'm 2021 draft, and we have rocked up, shifty guys for you. Yep. So, yeah. Um, I also, if they took Rondell Moore, I would, you'd be okay with it. Yeah, you'd, I would you'd be, be okay. okay. I, I know you'd be okay with it. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I would kind of pause and think about it really hard as it happened. You'd be, I know, like, I know, you'd come to terms with that and be okay. Yeah, I, I, I would be kind of excited. I tend to think that the other guy I, I would really want there, and I don't think he'll be there just because I think he's going to go before that is Jeremiah uh, Kamehameha yeah. is the other yeah. guy. I Getting a second level player, which is something we've never put premium into. <laughs> I, we refuse to do it. The other guy is I did not. Okay. I don't know how I got this far in 
the draft process and did not realize how big Xavier Collins was. Like I, it, he is an off the ball linebacker. He's six four and he's two seventy. I did not know he was. He is a two seventy off the ball linebacker. I, I knew he was more. Wow, two seventy. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. And he, he he does run a like a four six, so he's not like. He, he moves like a guy who's 270, yeah, but, yeah. like, when you're in the middle of the field and you're not, like, you can still, for a guy that big, you can cover all right, but, like, when you're more just down there to fucking just That's what send guys to, to the shadow yeah, realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it, yeah, I, he's another guy that I kind of have, like, oh, that would be really fucking interesting. Um, I just, and we could use a corner, too, but, like, I tend to think Newsom will be gone, and do I want to reach for another guy? Farley yeah, yeah. risk? Ooh, Alexander and Farley on the outside sounds cool, but neither of those guys can really play in the slot, and you're definitely not putting Kevin King in the slot. Holy can shit, you imagine no. the fucking comedy of Kevin King playing slot corner? Oh my! Yeah, it'd be brutal. So, for him, man. so there's a, there's a I don't know what the Packers are going to do because nothing really makes sense except taking those wide receivers, and they're not going to. So, it yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, uh, do, do you want to do your your Cardinals wish list before we, we wrap things up here. Uh, I think I've made it kind of clear. I mean, I'm happy with a lot of outcomes. Um, I like JC Horn is number one. That's probably the best case scenario. I'd be happy with it. I mean, if it is Farley, I, I think I can be okay with that. I think I can rest easy. Newsom is like, I think I've mentioned before. I'd rather have Farley over Newsom. That's not a knock to Newsom. That's just a knock to Farley ceiling. Um, mm-hmm. Any receiver that we are like, in the ballpark for would be interesting. And that's like, you know, we've, there's been talks with us trading up for Waddle. I don't like trading up for him, but uh, if like Smith or something decides to fall because he's 166 pounds, then okay. Yeah. Fuck it. Pull the trigger. I don't like trading up to go get one of those guys though. Um, because I like where we're at. I like the value of where we're at. There's offensive linemen there. There's cornerback there. There's something we can get immediately to help our team without having to pay any more equity for anything. So, I'm along for the ride, man. I'm excited. Uh, as long as, like I said, I just don't want to pay to move up, and I don't want to trade back either. I actually want to stay right where we're at. I, and I do think, I think initially, when we, like we talked when we first started the process, like, I don't like O-Lyman there. I don't like O-Lyman there. I don't like O-Lyman there. I do think now that we spend, we don't talk about O-Lyman a lot in this show no. because it's boring, but I do think the value on uh, offensive tackle in this class is actually kind of great. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think there's going to actually be a good like Jenkins could be there and like that would be a real real nice pick for you guys I, I mean but, like to, my brain's like ugh, you know kind of like that's a little early for somebody like him but when else are we going to get him you wouldn't get him any any other in the second where we're at um, so I, I'm, I, I feel like I'd be I, I'm ready to be bored in the first round and then we can get spicy with our second round because that's when we can go running back or you know just have a little more fun with it to just get no you don't, yeah no running back, you don't, need <laughs> running back. don't worry about it. just to get more speed um because that's what we're 100 percent about is fucking just flying past everybody so so do, do you have your did you fill out your card while we were doing this no or? no um okay I'm, i've got i've like got them like selected but i haven't assigned dollar amounts to anything yet okay um i let me see i bet yeah let's hear it if you pulled the trigger yeah. on it yeah, I, I will probably um, post mine on Facebook. That way I could be held accountable because that's always more fun. Once I do assign dollar values, I won't put how much money I bet on everything, but I will just list out the bets that I uh, decided. Okay, to so I, I took uh, Penny Sewell to be the first non-quarterback drafted. I love that bet. God. Mm-hmm. So he, here's kind of my wild one. I took Jalen Phillips as the first defensive player picked, and it's plus 900. Ooh, wee. Yeah, yeah. The payout makes it seem sexy, but I just don't, yeah. I mean, you should, I mean, you should lose, I, I yeah. Put, uh, yeah, I put, I put a 10 spot on it, yeah, so fuck it, right? absolutely. And I, I, I had J.C. Horn at plus 160 to go be the first cornerback taken. Uh, I have uh, the wide receiver order being yep. Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, Bateman. Mm-hmm. If that hits, that's plus 600. I have Trey Lance going four, mm-hmm. and I have uh, Pitts going outside of the top five. Nice. So that's that's what it was. I, I wanted to go the um, wide receivers plus or over four point five. I, the the payout is still it's minimal. Yeah, yeah. So I just didn't really feel like there was a ton of fun to be had with that pick. But 
so so that's my draft card as of now if i add more i'll, I'll post it on, on on our facebook page for sure same here i'm gonna update mm-hmm. my i'm gonna take some time to assign the dollar amounts to everything and then you guys can make fun of me after draft day well we make fun of between that and you um replacing your your, your hump dumps uh it's going to be you're gonna be poor house da- yeah daddy needs these bets to hit uh, they need yeah. to fucking or i'm not having any humping and dumping baby i need these bets to I, <laughs> I have another twenty five hundred dollar purchase coming around the corner i'm not exactly sure what it is but it's, it's fucking humming it's coming down there. the pipe yeah, <laughs> yeah so, uh, so daddy needs jalen phillips to be uh drafted early is what he needs yes daddy needs jalen to save him <laughs> put bread on his table needs jc to uh come off the board is what he needs baby mm-hmm JC and Jalen. I'm going to name my first two kids. <laughs> this is why you guys have a house. Yep. <laughs> why'd, you, why'd you name your sump pumps? Because that was only one reason I could afford them. Yep, yeah, one reason I could afford them. How else would I have gotten the $90 I would have got that I needed to pay for this? I wish that's how much sump pumps cost. 90 bucks, dude. I wouldn't even be bitching. They are expensive, man. It's not the necessary. Yeah. It's the insta- It's plumbers that you got to pay, dude. It's fucking crazy. Dude, trade workers, like... Dude, I preach it all the time, man. Like, people that are young, like, you know, I was young once and I was an idiot. Mm -hmm. Dude, if I could go back, I would seriously consider, like, changing my life to just get into a trade school and learn to be an electrician or... Like, for all you people that are morons and think those jobs are, like... What word am I trying Beneath to say? You, yes, I guess. yes. You're a fucking moron. Those guys are are fucking the smartest people mm. on this planet. They making money, making yes. money, man. And, and they have a skill that applies to anything. They are saving money and they're making money. So people that think those jobs are like like you said beneath, that's preposterous. And it makes me angry to even think people consider that. Well, and also people are like, but you deal with poop. It's like, have you had a job? Because like every you're always dealing with shit. You're always dealing with shit. Maybe not physically. Sometimes it's sometimes it's like physically shit. Also, I work in healthcare. I bet you I would almost guarantee I come into more physical contact with shit. Right. Working in healthcare than I than plumbers do doing what they do. Not only that, we were we were in the Navy and in healthcare and we never got deployed. But our most devastating thing is like it was basically we went to Baghdad that one with that one patient where he just yes so <laughs> I, for those of you who've never had the pleasure of working in uh medical imaging uh there's something called a barium enema and it's where you take pasty chalk and put it in another grown man's ass and then you have to accompany them to a room where they remove it from their own to the ass. lavatory then, where they fucking blat like a sprinkler system well and it's like the particular instance we're talking about I walked a guy to the bathroom to expel the work I had done and um it's it was loud <laughs> and uh it, 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 it if was we had if, copious if, if we had seen war it would have definitely like elicited some PTSD like, yeah I, well cuz the, 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 the joke he mentioned is when he when Clark came and checked on me and I just said it sounds like Baghdad <laughs> in there and uh it looked like Baghdad when he came out cuz the, the forensic reconstruction I did was was this and what i think he did is the process began before the barrel had crossed the toilet bowl (laughs) and he realized that so he sped up and then overshot the toilet bowl and then had to correct back the other way also wrong and it was i got paid nineteen thousand dollars a year to do that job No, no, no. Let me let me correct you. I commanded you. nineteen thousand yeah. dollars. <laughs> I'm still doing the the same thing now, but at least I'm being paid like an adult, and I can grow a beard. Oh man, I feel bad oh. ending our podcast with a shit story, but that's life, you know. Yeah, that's life, or, or sometimes my shift. Um, so. They legitimately ordered a, an impatient colon as I was packing up to leave, and I'm like, "Cool, toodles." Yeah, bye. And it's like, yeah, it's like, and you you don't feel bad because guess what? Next time it comes, it's gonna on, be you. Next time, it's gonna, it's be, gonna you. be me. Next time, yep. yep. So you don't. I don't even worry about karma because nope. it finds it's you gonna get you regardless, man. Yeah. Sometimes, 
Sometimes you're the guy holding the nozzle. Like that's <laughs> the way she goes, boys. It's the way she is. The that's way, the way she is. So surprise, you got that surprise episode. Um, we talked last episode at the end of the last episode that we're going to try to do a stream on draft night and we are still going to try. However, we cannot guarantee that will work uh, until everyone's here and we have it set up and we see if it works. So if uh, it does, we'll see you on um, Facebook on Thursday night. And if not, we will see you next week where we'll actually have a draft to recap. How exciting is that? It's going to be so fun. And, and dude, now, now the listeners are wondering, are they even going to have shirts on during the draft? Now they have to tune in. If we're, yeah, if, I mean, I, if we're going find live, the end, yeah, anything yeah, could happen. Yeah. You definitely have to tune in to find out the answer is no. Um, so... <laughs> I mean, even when you wear a shirt, you barely wear a shirt. Like you don't even the shirt you're wearing right now doesn't have sleeves or a top part of it. Like it's. I feel like I'm too clothed. I don't know. It's just like too you, too much. The difference between what you're wearing and a jogging bra is like a cup size. Honestly, like if you threw a double D on and just let it hang down a little bit, it'd be kind of close to what you're wearing. See, now these are roasts. This is what I was wanting last episode. Now you're bringing the shit, baby, and I love it. Yep, that's exactly. Keep it up. Anyway, if if you want to see what Clark's wearing, uh, follow our Facebook because he will thirst post on it. He will. You won't have to wait very long to see Clark asking where the beach is on our fucking Facebook. <laughs> anyway, uh, definitely follow us on that Facebook page. Uh, it's 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 heating up, man. It's a good place. And uh, follow me on Twitter at Wisco Coonsy. Follow Clark at TC One Three One Hot Boys. And the show at uh, Hot Boys underscore Football. That's not the right one. I forgot nope. what it was because H- we H-B don't underscore. use it. HB underscore Hot Boys. We don't use it, so don't follow it. Actually, so <laughs> follow follow all of it. We don't give yeah. we don't give a fuck. <laughs> follow everything. Well, definitely, what you should do is uh, come back next week for another episode of Football Hot. Going to be a big episode. Said. Yeah, that's going to be. It's going to be a big episode. Yep. Big veiny hard episode. And that's what you guys want. Uh, yep. Until and, and until that big hard veiny episode, uh, stay hot out there, boys. Peace.